Welcome back to the Marvel Movie Minute, a daily podcast in which we dig in deep to analyze the films of the Marvel Cinematic Universe one minute at a time. I'm Andy Nelson from TheNextReel.com. And I'm Pete Wright, also from The Next Reel. Of course, we are still talking about Jon Favreau's 2008 film Iron Man, where all of this began. And back on the show with us is Heidi Bennett from the Vibrant Visionaries podcast. Hey, Heidi. Hey, thanks for having me back, guys. Absolutely. Today, we are digging into Minute 20, which is all about first meetings. It starts with Tony not remembering meeting Yinsen and ends with Abu excited to meet the great Tony Stark. This is a, um, you know, Pete, we never did this. Uh, the last couple minutes, we did the little IMDb top four for uh, some of the people on the cast and crew. I realized as uh, since we only just started that, we never did that for Robert Downey Jr., um, do either of you guys have any guesses? What are the top four uh, films listed for good old Robert Downey Jr. on IMDb? Oh, um, without peeking. <laughs> well, I, I'm going to I think this one has got to be up there. OK, I know that the top four isn't necessarily the top four grossing or top four most. You know, it's a weird algorithm. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say that I'm just going to throw a wild card in there and say Soap Dish is one of them. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh such a fun movie. Oh. Okay, Soap Dish, Iron Man. I, I'm, I'm thinking they're going to lean heavily Marvel right now, I, it, just just because of the kind of turnaround his career has made. So I'm going to I'm going to go with my second pick as uh, Avengers. The first Avengers. The first I'm going to say the first Avengers, because, again, like like the first Iron Man, it was the biggest of the news. Uh, sure. OK. In, okay. in the series of the time. Right. Um. what I was thinking is maybe one of the. um. What was the other one he did with uh, uh, Sher- the Sherlock Holmes? One of those. Oh, Sherlock Holmes. And there's yeah. a yes. Okay. I, I concur. Okay. I concur with Sherlock. It's another first, a big first. And that and that was another franchise that he kind of jumped into. Yeah. Good choices. So you guys got three out of the four. I'm sad to say, Soap Dish did not show up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that would have been awesome. If that that's the would one have that, been. That, that would have been great. That would have been yes, so sad. No, Iron Man's not there. It's Soap Dish. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes, we have Iron Man, Sherlock Holmes, weirdly, Iron Man 3, and what? The Avengers. Yeah, what that a strange one to throw in there! Hmm. Wow, I love I love Iron Man three. So, but that's that's these IMDb top fours. It's it's always like oh, and then there's that one. That's yeah, a like, weird choice, but there it yeah. is. A scanner so darkly, <laughs> like you know, like weird Wonder Boys. <laughs> well, yeah. I'll be curious to see if you guys go back and look. Maybe you know a month from now or so, and see if that's anything's changed. Because it doesn't because stay the same. Because you think everybody's going to jump on uh, Soap Dish after hearing the show? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I, I want to hear yeah. the IMDb uh, people. Like, what, <laughs> why, why is the algorithm pulling this one up? What, what's been the cause of change totally. for Soap Dish to rise to the top four? So good. <sighs> oh, well, so we've got uh, Robert Downey Jr. here and uh, and Yinsen in this particular minute uh, continuing their conversation, but uh, interrupted very briefly. Uh, although this does tie in nicely because it does have that moment with Yinsen where he reveals that he was at this uh, at Burn at this uh, this event with Tony, 
and they had met before. And that kind of ties into that uh, meeting in the comic book that I had, had mm. uh, talked mm-hmm. about in a few minutes ago. But then they're interrupted. We have some uh, some talking through the door, and then Abu Bakar, played by Syed Badreya, comes in along with several of his men. We have Ahmed and Omar, and it looks like probably about four other background uh, guys coming in, plus a bunch in the background. Um, Ahmed is played by Ahmed Ahmed, so it's an easy <laughs> one to remember. And then Omar is played by Fahim Fazli. Um, so that is the group that that uh, that we have coming in here. This is another one of those great establishing sequences, right? I mean, here we have this neck. This minute establishes the external threat, the threat of the external world. After his internal threat has been resolved, he now is not going to die. He now understands his relationship to his savior, and now we see his captors, and it is. Once again, three for three, just very efficiently uh, presented storytelling, story development. Yeah, the design of the storytelling here works very efficiently. And I, I think that what's interesting about this is it sets up this this tension of being kidnapped by uh, terrorists in in the Middle East. And, and I mean, it sadly, it's just something that we have kind of come to know and understand over the last several decades and just kind of some of the horrors that go along with that and just putting ourselves in Tony's shoes, being in this horrific place, what that could mean. I think they smartly, in the comic book, tied it into Vietnam for the time when the comics were written. And as we've discussed before, transitioning the whole thing to Afghanistan makes a lot of sense. And instantly, it gives us a sense of what Tony is in for with these guys. Which is not good. And especially that he comes in and starts speaking Arabic, right? And expects the, or is it not Arabic? What is it? No. Uh, well, that's an interesting point that we should talk about at some point, uh, but I'll let you make your point. Yes, he's speaking Arabic. So he comes in and he's speaking Arabic. And that's an interesting, you know, if not obvious show or demonstration of of power, right? Of authority here that he expects another prisoner to do the translation uh, and, and he'll just get caught up. Right. He'll, we, we just know that that's going to happen um, or, or that, that Tony is going to be put in his place uh, by speaking a language that is that is foreign to him. What was your what was your point about the about the language? Well, it's just interesting because as I learned trying to I, I'm amazed at what you can do with the Internet these days, talking to people on Reddit. There's a whole like Reddit translator element where you can say, hey, what are they saying? What language is this? And and within minutes, people have done it all for you. It's amazing. I just, I had a lot of fun over on Reddit, having people watch these minutes and translate it all for me. <laughs> That's amazing. And initially, I went in to the minute thinking that it was Urdu, because the language that we heard in the very beginning of the film, when uh, we have that moment in the first four or five minutes when Tony is caught by the terrorists and he, and he kind of comes to in that horrific moment where he's in a chair, he's surrounded by terrorists, they're talking into a video camera, and he has no idea what they're saying right before we cut to the title. They were speaking Urdu. 
And so I assumed, oh, they're speaking Urdu. And so I asked somebody to translate the Urdu, and mm. they're like, oh, he's not speaking Urdu. It sounds like Arabic with an Egyptian accent. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Huh. So it's a totally different language at this point. And so we're going to have to kind of keep track of that and see uh, what other languages might pop up here. But as it turns out, uh, Syed Badreya, who is speaking the Arabic, is actually Egyptian-born. And so I guess it would make sense that he would be speaking Arabic with an Egyptian accent. That's fascinating. <laughs> and thank you, Internet. And thank you, Internet. Absolutely. Is it, I, I, because we have the translation going on in real time, is it, is it, is it close? Did you come up with anything that was, you know, that, that was different? It's actually um, pretty accurate as far as when Yinsen is translating it. What it basically said was, hello and a hundred times welcome to Mr. Tony Stark, the most famous murderer and killer of killers in the history of America. I am proud to know you. And so to that end, it's pretty much verbatim as far as uh, what Yinsen is saying. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Um, Syed Badreya. Uh, our actor playing Abu, he um, he went to NYU Film School. His first job, this is very interesting, was an assistant to actor-director Anthony Perkins. Hmm. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, so interesting. And then, and this seems like a huge change, uh, he ended up working with James Cameron on True Lies as his assistant, or one of his assistants. <laughs> Uh, That's fantastic. Yeah, he's he's been around for quite a while. He actually at one yeah. point created his own production company called Zoom in Focus, through which he works to tell Arabic American stories. Um, he's uh, directed and produced uh, a number of projects. He did a documentary called Saving Egyptian Film Classics. Hmm. He also has done some short films. Um, in 2008, when he did this, he also appeared as the comedic Palestinian cab driver in everybody's favorite Adam Sandler movie, You Don't Mess with the Zohan. <laughs> <laughs> I have a little soft spot for that movie in 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 my heart. <laughs> it's quite ridiculous. Somebody has to, and I guess it should be you. <laughs> well, you know what? I think, I think why I don't want to go on a Zohan, uh, Zohan, uh, you know, tangent, but I, I am touched when something like in that film, he, he you know, he becomes a, a, a hairdresser and also makes love to a variety of, of women, but it ends up, um, you know, that they're all ages and sizes and everything like that. And it's just so, so rare that you see films where, you know, uh, elder folks are, are acting in a sensual fashion and, and, you know, people of different sizes and shapes get to be sexy that, that it, it I, I gave it a gold star for that. Well, that's that's great to hear, actually, uh, as much as I don't like Adam Sandler or his films. Um, it is nice that they did that. And I will say, just reading about Syed, uh, I'm really uh, impressed and, and intrigued by him and his career. Uh, you know, he's done a lot of work to bring more attention to Arabic Americans in the industry. And, uh, you know, by creating his own production company and really kind of pushing that sort of stuff, I... I I think it's exciting to see, and I it makes me want to watch more of his projects. That's just one of the things I love about getting to know um, people behind the scenes, or in, you know, in front of the camera, behind the camera. Everybody that goes into these films and how they get made, because they all have stories and they all have other projects and different things that they're bringing to us. And it just, it, yeah, it's a great way for us to connect with people from 
all over the world and from all different backgrounds and and experiences and and yeah i love it now do you think you can guess any of his imdb top four well i have to admit that i'm actually staring right now so uh, staring at it so i know so (laughs) (laughs) well okay then well they are you don't mess with the zohan so that one's on there and then iron man comes in second and then a, a smaller film he did called chicago mirage and then stargate of all films, which, uh, <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, that's, uh, one he was, I yeah. have not seen in ages. Um, but he plays the Arabic interpreter in that. I love that movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Ahmed Ahmed on his, well, on screen left to him. Um, Ahmed Ahmed's IMDb top four are Iron Man. Also, you don't mess with the Zohan virtuosity and executive decision virtuosity (laughs) wow Uh, another film i haven't seen in a very long time wow we need to do that that movie on the show denzel (laughs) denzel Denzel and russell Russell crowe's bananas that was a crazy movie (laughs) so crazy um, Ahmed Ahmed was born in Egypt, but he moved to the U.S. when he was only a month old. Um, he uh, and then grew up in California. He has been a regular performer at the Comedy Store in Los mm. Angeles since 2000, and he headlines a specialty show at the Comedy Store called Arabian Nights. That was the brainchild of the owner, and uh, features comics of Middle Eastern descent. Super cool. Huh. Very cool. Yeah. And then over on uh, screen right, we have Fahim Fazli as Omar. Uh, his IMDb top four are American Sniper, 12 Strong, Iron Man, and Rock the Casbah. I'm, I'm going to be really curious when we hit somebody who doesn't actually have Iron Man in their top four. <laughs> right, right. Um, he was born in Afghanistan, so he actually is playing, uh, you know, type, I guess, in this particular moment because he's somebody in Afghanistan. Um, he, this is, he has a really interesting story. He actually came to the U.S. as a refugee when he was a teenager. Wow. Um, uh, when he was a young adult, um, he and his family supported the resistance. And uh, then they, um, they fled to Pakistan, I think, when uh, Russians invaded. They, they fled to Pakistan and then eventually United States and then California. And um, he actually ended up going back to Afghanistan as an interpreter with the Marines in 2009, 2010. Hmm. And he has written a memoir called Fahim Speaks, uh, which he released in 2012, which received the first place for a biography from the Military Writers Society of America. Very interesting. No kidding. The stuff you learn about these people who are like bit characters in these movies. I am so fascinated by this. It's very funny because he's he is one of those faces that looks once you see him and you see his face, not just in this movie, but in other contexts, he's a face that you totally recognize. Like, I I know these other properties that I've seen. And he's got a healthy credits list, too. Yeah. 42 credits right now. Yeah. Still working uh, in plenty of projects. In fact, uh, Vice, the big uh, Adam McKay film coming out later this year. He's uh, he's in that one right so uh so this is uh this is what's going on in this particular minute um what else what is the piece of paper abu is holding i I find it very mysterious and uh very curious about that now because we don't ever get to find out in this minute (laughs) that's right that's the cliffhanger on this minute we don't know it's a recipe i think it's a recipe for a stew probably lamb Do you think? Do you think that he saw what uh, what Yinsen was doing with the beans and was like, "Oh no, 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 oh, no, no yeah." Let me write this down for yes. you. Yes, <laughs> you're doing it wrong. That's why he's in here. Thank you, uh, Killer of Many, 
And here is my recipe for stew. <laughs> That's what happened. Uh, it's you know, I have to say this is one of my favorite uh, introductions of uh, our sort of local antagonist here. Uh, the hero shot is really good when he comes in and he has that sort of messianic uh, arms in the air. Totally. Um, it, it is a it, it's a beautiful shot and it's a, a beautiful kind of welcome to the cave, you know, walking from the far distance uh, and landing right smack in front of us uh, like he's on stage so charismatic yeah he has a big beautiful smile and and yeah also he's a bad guy like i get that but <laughs> totally i love it <laughs> <laughs> but yes he, he is so smiley and happy and it's it is off-putting especially after the introduction that we had with yinsen yeah. which was the creepy uh you know cave potato Oh, God, that's a great comparison. That's right. We had creepy cave tuber. Uh, he was introduced so scary. And this guy is introduced as, as kind of a local hero. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting the way they play yeah. with that. So super. The in the script, um, it's interesting. Yinsen, uh, this is just a small point, but it's going to be something to think about between this minute and the next. Yinsen says, as Abu and his men come in, he says, listen to me. Whatever they ask you, refuse. You understand? You must refuse. We have none of that conversation in the script as it is, um, but it'll be interesting to see how that plays out over these uh, these next couple minutes. So something to keep in mind. Anything else, you guys? That's that's all I've got here. Not from not from me. Yeah, I just I'm sort of enjoying viewing this, but I don't have any more comments. Well, Heidi, thank you again so much for joining us. Mm -hmm. uh, we've got uh, one more round with you, uh, which should be a fun one. So I'm looking forward to it. Again, where can people uh, find you on uh, online and on your shows? Yeah, check out Vibrant Visionaries. Those are my conversations with interesting uh, filmmakers, writers, other just super creative, interesting people who have cool projects going on. And we just sort of talk about process, their projects. We talk about, um, I've studied uh, compassion in great detail. So we sort of rope in um, thoughts about compassion and self-compassion and how those play in, in our ways of connecting with other people, connecting with ourselves, um, how we collaborate, how we communicate. And so that's sort of an extra little part of it that I haven't really talked about in, in previous minutes with you guys. But it's a, it's a big part of how I work um, with coaching people. And when I work with creatives and have you know, studied what it is that our pain points are, a lot of it seems to come back to, to this element of, of being more compassionate with ourselves and with those around us. So that's sort of a running theme. And again, that's at vibrantvisionaries.com. And then for my movies by minutes, it's uh, spinaltapminute.com and cabinminutecast.com for the one that's about the cabin in the woods. Well, I just, I adore all of what you just said. I can't believe it took us to minute four <laughs> to hear you talk about that part. That was awesome. <laughs> you think you know I'm somebody. I'm trying to, you know, give, give everybody a chance to get to know me before I start laying in the... <laughs> oh. uh, but that is it, everybody, for today's show. Uh, thanks again for tuning in. Again, uh, make sure you subscribe to the show for free over at marvelmovieminute.com. Join us on our Discord chat room, which is also free. Uh, you can find the link on our website. And then, of course, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The Next Reel. 
And if you like what we do and you want to support us and get some cool stuff, why don't you become a patron over at patreon.com slash the next reel. Until next time, true believers. True believers.